Howdy, howdy. It's another episode of the Crazy Happy Life Podcast. Howdy, yes, howdy. I purposely said I wanted Gosh. to start off. I wanted to start off the podcast by saying, howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. Well, on today's episode, we talk about our experience with COVID-19. Joey did test positive and he was in quarantine for a couple weeks. I didn't get it, but we talk about our experience. And then I get into some true crime stuff, which did not expect that. But I've been watching a lot of uh, murder documentaries. And so I share some yeah. of my thoughts on that. So we get into that on the episode and just uh, why single parents are seriously superheroes. And I mean, really superhuman people. So we uh, get into that. Enjoy today's episode. Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> it's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. Hello, hello. What's going on? It's Joey and Lauren, Crazy Happy Life. How are you, Lauren? You okay? I am okay. Yeah, I, know I, I am okay. You just found out some interesting information that has to do with our morning show. And it's cracking me up. Yeah, so um, on our morning show, we, we can see uh, like podcast downloads for our other podcast, our um, Joey and Lauren in the Morning On Demand. And we were so confused. <laughs> But also kind excited. Of excited and proud a little bit. Yeah, so we can see like the podcast downloads and the the uh, the platform that we put our all of our podcasts on, they have like breakdowns where you can see where the cities are, people, the it apps that they use. Where your everything. episodes are getting downloaded. It's so actually kind of creepy. If you listen to yeah. a podcast, we know and we don't know your name, but <laughs> no. we know all the like where you listen and everything. We just know what cities yeah. are listening to us the most. And so we were kind of like excited because we saw these massive downloads happening in Madrid. So on our morning show, Joey turns on the mics and is like, hey, big shout out to yeah. Madrid, Spain for being, you know, f- you know the, fans of our you. show and they our were podcast. The sixth, the sixth most listened to city yeah. on our podcast. Um, we just found out it was Madrid, Iowa. <laughs> So somebody in Madrid, Iowa, listens to us constantly, or maybe I love multiple it. people. Thank I don't, you, but I just we we found it really funny because we thought it was Spain. Maybe but. there's a radio station in Madrid, Iowa, that's picking up our show illegally, and we don't realize it, and they're just streaming Honestly, the show yeah. or something, and I don't know. But anyway, uh, if you're listening from Madrid, Iowa, we still appreciate you, and we still love you. Yeah, so I I feel like I know I I love you even more because I feel like Madrid, Spain. I don't even. I mean, it's totally different country, and I feel like how do we even connect with someone? And so Madrid, yeah, Iowa, I feel. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the, we just got that information. I was, because our boss comes in and he's like, hey, what's up with this Madrid, Spain thing? He's like, it's driving me nuts. Why in the heck? And I did some zooming yeah. on the map. So Madrid, Iowa. But um, I'm back. Today's episode's about uh, me having COVID mm-hmm. because I feel like I have answered the question and talked about COVID so many different times. And how in the world did I get it and Lauren yeah. didn't get it? We're going to try and be really transparent too. Like there's, you know, take political ideas and everything out of this that's not who we are we're just going to explain joey's um experience and kind of what we went through and just kind of some fun i kind of want to talk about masking and unmasking <laughs> do you believe in uh vaccine like i want to do that whole is thing not, yeah. no that is not no, us at all um but i remember uh, i i finally am back from uh being in the studio for two weeks i had to be gone and so it was a, it was a friday and i started like feeling i remember i i when i got it I knew I had it like by Friday night. So, so fr- even without getting tested, you just assumed yeah. is it because it felt different? Because felt- it felt different. It didn't feel like a cold. So, okay. I mean, at least for me, I don't know how you are. I 100% know when I'm getting a cold or getting sick. I do too. Always. It always starts with um, my throat. I Growing up, I always had horrible sore throats. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, just horrendous sore throats. In fact, I mean, I grew up in a family where we didn't we didn't have a lot of money. My mom did. My family did not take us to the doctor unless we were dying. Yeah. You know, so anytime I had a sore throat, it's never something that I got checked out, but I just dealt with it. And as I got older, I found out that I probably should have my tonsils out. But the doctor was like, well, we don't have enough documented appointment uh-huh. cases for you having. The-. And my mom's like, trust me, she has sore throats. But anyway, I digress. I still have my tonsils. That's how I know. So that's your first time. Yeah, I get a little tickle. Yeah, for me, it's normally I feel like I get kind of uh, I get tingly in the chills in my lower back. I know that sounds very specific, but I swear to you, that's how it works. A cold, like anytime you get sick, ever? Yeah, a cold. I'm not talking like food poisoning, but anytime I get a cold, my lower back starts to get kind of tingly in the chills, and then I just know, boom! In the next couple days, I'm going to have a cold, and I do, and I have the runny nose, and I take the Nyquil Mm -hmm. and everything. Well, this was so Friday. I mean, literally Friday morning. I woke up and I just, I coughed like once or twice in the morning and I was like, okay, that's weird. And what's funny, if you go back to our morning show, I'm coughing on the show and I was talking about how I was like, man, I'm developing a cough. But again, (laughs) at that point- You shouldn't laugh, but we didn't really think about it at that point. And we actually had a listener of our show text us and say- you know, I heard you uh, a couple weeks ago start coughing on the air, and I wondered. And I then wondered. I, I heard a couple of reruns on yeah. your show, and I'm like, I wonder. So Friday morning, again, I didn't think much about it, but during the show, during the morning show, mm-hmm. I remember saying, all right, I'm going to go home right after this because sure. I don't feel great. So I went home, and I just took some NyQuil just to sleep, mm-hmm. not knowing what was going to happen. And then I woke up, and I remember going, I don't feel good, and I know it's not a cold. I bet it's COVID because I had a headache, I had a cough, and I had body aches. And those are like three of the things that mm-hmm. they always tell you. So I told you Friday night, and I said, hey, you should sleep somewhere else. I think I've got COVID. And you were like, oh, are you sure? Whatever. Well, Friday night, no, I didn't sleep separate. We still slept in the same bed on Friday you're right. night. You're so right. Saturday you morning, you still felt sick, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go get tested. So you left to go get tested. Again, mind you, I feel like a million bucks. I feel fine. I'm you not kind of rubbed at it all. in my face too. And the baby, we have a 17 month old baby, and he's acting as silly and happy as he always is. No, no cough or runny nose or anything like that. So you go get tested. Yeah. And then you come back and you break the news. Well, first of all, I called you and you didn't believe me, and I was like, fine. I hung up on you, and I was like, I'll just show you the papers. Yeah. Because it was a rapid test, and I still don't know how. I just googled a rapid test nearby, but I guess they don't even because of. I had symptoms. Mm-hmm. They gave me the rapid test yeah. so I could probably get home. Yeah. So I get it. I, it's positive. I call you, and you're like, oh, I don't believe you. And I'm like, fine. So I show you the paperwork, and then I was like, well, I'll just go to the bedroom. This is what's interesting. We had some different theories on it. I did. It crossed my mind. Lauren, should we just live life, not like not go to work? We'll stay home. We'll do the morning show from home. But should you just be with me, and we know we're going to get it at the same time and get it over with? And you thought that was a really dumb idea. Here's my thoughts on it. One, I don't want us both to be down and out when we have a child to take care of. So I felt like for me, and this is my opinion, I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it. My opinion was let at least one of us be healthy enough to take care of our son. Because we can't just be like, Did you think peace you were gonna out, get kid, it though? we're going to go to bed. I thought it was inevitable you were going to get it. I thought I was, but I didn't like... The way you say it, though, and this is no knock on you or anyone else who feels that way, but I'm also like, why would I intentionally get a virus that truthfully has killed hundreds of thousands of people? Not saying it would affect me in that way. I don't know. I mean, it clearly didn't affect you in that way. But I just thought, nah, if I I end up getting it after taking precautions, well, then that's just what's going to happen. But I thought, let's quarantine you. 
I want to stay healthy. You were not joking, I don't want to get though. sick. I banished Joey to our master bedroom where he had TV, bathroom, and then I just brought you food. So this was us for, what was it, 10, 12 days or whatever yeah. the CDC recommends at that point. And I'm bringing Joey food on a tray, and then I would set it down on the ground, and then he would open up his door, grab it, and then he would leave me the empty tray later on the day. It really was like I was at a hotel. Yeah. And so from that was Saturday morning, and and so here's the deal. So Saturday morning felt like crap, and it was really headache, cough, and body aches. Mm-hmm. And this was the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And so Sunday morning, I wake up, and I remember, like, you know when you kind of talk – to your, I mean, especially when you're quarantined, you talk to yourself. I, so I don't, I don't remember saying it out loud. Oh, when I, Joey finally came out, he had a he had a volleyball named Wilson yeah, that he was the talking to. I was doing the old Tom Hanks. <laughs> so I remember I woke up Sunday morning and I said in my head, but it was like I said it out loud. I said, "Oh, I feel better than I thought I would," mm-hmm. and my headache was gone. So my headache lasted from Friday night to Sunday morning, and all day Saturday I pretty much had a headache. That was it. My my chills, like my real chills where you feel like I've got to wear eight sweatshirts and I'm never getting warm enough, that lasted from Friday night to pretty much Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So by Sunday afternoon, I had I still had some body aches and then I and then I had a cough. But well, you know what kept happening? I kept saying, when am I going to lose my smell and my taste? So you kept making me food thinking eventually it's going to happen, and it never mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Never lost it. Yeah. So, I mean, we're fortunate that Joey had a very mild case for the most part because you would say, what, by Monday you were feeling pretty much better, but I still had you yeah. quarantine the whole, the whole 10, 12 days. Times, yeah. yeah, whatever the re- recommended time is. So, what's amazing? Never got it. I didn't. Baby never got it. Because you went and got tested. I went and got tested. Yes. Sorry. I guess I should mention that. I got tested and negative. And yeah. never had symptoms. Baby was fine. He never had symptoms. So, we're good to go. And I'm bringing you food, doing all these things. But I have to say, just, I mean, other than you dealing with your sickness, I know that's something in itself, but I really learned so much from you being quarantined. I realized how much more I now appreciate single mothers and single parents in general, because holy cow, we just have one kiddo, but here here are the variables here. I have him, I'm trying to take care of him, give him the attention that he needs, diaper changes, feeding, playing, all these things, bedtime, naps, sleeping, and working from home and taking care of someone who is sick upstairs. So this was something that was new territory for me, but I can't even die. I was so exhausted every day because on top of all that, our baby was not sleeping well. I don't know why it's maybe he knew that the routine was mixed up. We weren't going to work or something, but he was waking up all through the night. So I really struggled. Um, but it was, it was amazing. Cause I realized, wow, I don't have somebody right here to be like, Hey, can you hand me that diaper? Or, Hey, can you grab that? It was just me all the time cooking all the meals and everything, which is fine. But I'm just like, wow, it was I know, a lot. I, single. What I learned from being and watching Brooklyn nine, nine and staying inside one literal bedroom. I mean, I did not leave unless we had to do some of the show. And Lauren built this freaking contraption. You built this cardboard. Partition. I don't even know how you found all this cardboard. Like you've, you, <laughs> I found we it, a, yeah. We had a cardboard wall from our home studio table where my microphone is all the way up past, way past my head. So there was sure, no it way. It may have been overkill. Yeah. I don't know. I just did it just so, in case. But I'm telling you, single working parents, and I, I this phrase gets used all the time, but I'm serious when I say this. I do not know how you do it. I do not know how you do it. I was just witnessing it from the outside perspective, and you are a working single parent, and I have no idea how you accomplished all that you did. 
I would have gone – if this would have been flip-flopped and you would have gotten coronavirus and I was like, all right, uh, let's quarantine you. Let's you couldn't do have done thing. it. I'm not, I, and I'm I don't mean that in a rude you. way. I couldn't have you done could it. You could not have done it. There's you no way. You could not have lasted one day. No way. And oh, I'm not no, trying no, no. to whoa, slight whoa, you. Whoa, 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 Two days. I Joey. could last a weekend, whatever a weekend uh, would have been. Okay. So it's Saturday right. and Sunday. Okay. Because when I, But the moment work started, I don't know how I would have done that with the job. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't know. And so you did it. Like, we figured it out. We got the show done and everything like that. But, like, I, mad respect, if you are a single working parent, just a single parent. I'm, I don't know why I'm throwing working. But a lot of times you have a job on top of that that adds to the mix. If you're a single parent, single working parent, seriously, when I say this, you are an incredible person for just surviving with that pace of life. I don't even know how you do it. Well, and I think it was an interesting perspective from you because you're, you're still in the same house. Yeah, yes. we're not together, but you're hearing him cry and throw tantrums. And you're hearing me trying to deal with it all and cook dinner and breakfast and lunch and snacks and all these things while trying to work. And, and it's clean. one kid. One kid. You're right. I sound like such a, a baby right now. But I'm like, it's amazing. Y'all are amazing. You guys are amazing. Yeah. I learned another thing, and that is I don't even know why we have a broom closet to put the broom away because I literally swept. I felt like I was sweeping all day long, yeah. sweeping and doing dishes. It's like how can one toddler make so much of a mess all the time? And I obviously know he – it's not like this is the first time I spend time alone with my son, okay? I'm with him every day, but this was just to another level because I was trying to work at the same time. Normally, when I get home and I'm with him, I'm with him. I'm yeah. not working. And so this was just an interesting perspective that I had. So I'm not going to put the broom away anymore because I use it all the time now. The vacuum. Well, he ate half of a playing card. That's why, you know, when I come back out of it, I was making dinner the <laughs> other night. I'm making dinner the other night. Yeah. I don't hear our son make a single peep. I look around the corner and he is eating a playing card like a beef jerky stick. When they're quiet, man, he's something's ro- up when they're had, quiet. Yeah, he had it rolled up and yeah. he was just taking bites out of it. I'm like, good. I let our son eat a playing yeah. card. Not to mention during this whole thing, there was a massive snowstorm where we live. Yep. So I couldn't really take him out to the park or go do fun outings or anything. We were kind of snowed in. So we had a little bit of a yeah, cabin I just fever. Don't know. Honestly, I just don't know how they did it. But I'm very grateful, obviously, because I, I feel great. Um, I never lost my smell and my taste. We have a coworker here. We've had a few people at work get it. And we have a coworker here we were just talking to moments ago. And she still, who, who got it, what, a month before I got it. And she still is like, man, things taste totally different still for me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. sucks. Yeah, and so many people get so many different variations or strains, and it affects them differently. So, I mean, we definitely recognize that there are some very serious cases out there. But luckily, I mean, you didn't have – I mean, it was kind of mild, and I think I kind of resented you a little bit. I was kind of annoyed with you that, like – I'm doing everything, and you're feeling fine on the other side of the door. Yeah, because it's one thing if I was feeling sick, but, uh, like, I couldn't help, and I I felt great. So you're, like, feeling fine, and you're just like, hey, can I have another Diet Coke? And I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to deal with the baby. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly (laughs) enough, I thought by the end of it I was going to gain a whole bunch of weight. I don't know why. Didn't didn't gain any weight. Lost some pounds. Like, lost weight. Two things I love the most. Joey was quarantined in isolation during the Super Bowl and on Valentine's Day. Yeah, those were the so, two. Yeah, that was great. I'm literally like on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm I'm downstairs. I'm making wings and jalapeno poppers. And I got this veggie tray that I'm doing and all these other like dips and stuff. And I, I bring it up to you and you're sitting just on the bed watching the Super Bowl eating wings, which probably was a dream for you. Just eating alone. No, actually, it made me realize normally Super Bowl parties kind of drive me nuts because you always get the 
person there that's like, I just want both teams to have fun. And I'm like, come on, you got to choose a side. You got to, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it was so, it was a little weird watching the Super Bowl all by myself because I couldn't react to anything. So I'm watching Tom Brady go win another Super Bowl, and I would normally have a full-on no conversation. about it. And I'm just sitting there. We did a lot of FaceTimes. Valentine's Day was odd, too, because I asked you. I was like, are we just going to make it a different day? Because I can't go to the store and go buy you flowers and a card and chocolates and everything. Mm-hmm. I can't go do that. And so um, that's why I got a cameo of a celebrity shout-out of a guy from 90 Day Fiance. Because I thought, well, <laughs> the th- this is like a new... So I just, and I booked you a massage online because yes. I'm like, I can, I can buy I you a massage. Yes. Yeah, you know, from my phone. But uh, yeah, I watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I watched the Britney Spears documentary. <laughs> um, trying to think what else I watched. I knocked out it. When I would put the baby uh, to bed, I would have my own me time. What little slivers I could get. I knocked out the... Uh, documentary on the murder of Lacey Peterson, which is so just crazy. Up. If anybody has seen that, DM me because I want to talk about it because I have so many thoughts and questions on it. It's just crazy. It's so sad. What? I actually remember, I remember when that happened like it was yesterday because uh, Scott Peterson and his wife, Lacey Peterson, their faces were plastered over every magazine in the grocery store aisle. Every news channel was talking about it. It was in my lifetime well, other than the OJ thing, because that was also in my lifetime. But that was like the most publicized I don't trial know. I need to watch ever. it again, because I'm sure when I, if I see her or his face, I'll recognize it. It's just sad. Here's it's what so I don't sad. Understand. She was pregnant. Oh, so sad. This is what I've never understood about all this true crime stuff, is what makes the media pick and choose what murder cases or kidnapping cases they go all out for. Well, I do think this one, um, after watching it and kind of reliving it, so to speak, and remembering it, I think the big thing was it was they were both good looking. Okay. And I know that sounds bad, but a lot of times they talk about it's a good looking couple. Um, He was a very normal, no no, um, record at all, like a very normal guy and a very nice couple. Everybody revered them very much. But also the big kicker was that she was eight months pregnant and she went missing. So- and this was in Modesto, California. So it was a lot of variables, and it I was just always fun because yeah. you, you see that all the time. Like you see certain things get national attention, and then mm-hmm. certain things don't. Yeah, it's um, Elizabeth Smart. Remember yeah. that story? Mm-hmm. That was why why horrible. was why was horrible. Elizabeth Smart the story that everyone around the world was talking about? But there's all these other kidnappings mm-hmm. that happen all the time, and Amber Alerts know. and everything, and then it's like it never. I'm sure there's some weird. sort of studies on like it, it, but when I was watching it, they did talk about how. It was weird how it just blew yeah. up. And it's just I mean, like he ended up getting like a uh, an attorney that was like a celebrity attorney. Yeah. Like it's just it's weird. It's really weird. But um, not all, so she was pregnant, and then he was just so innocent and just picture perfect guy. But then come to find out, he had a girlfriend on the side. So it was just a lot of things in this case that I think just blew up, and and the uh, media took storm. I mean, it was just that's what I I, I just don't get, and that's one thing I don't like about. Um, some of this stuff is I'm like, why does one thing just mm-hmm. spread like wildfire and other? I'm not saying that I want to turn on the TV every day and hear about every kidnapping no, and every but murder if it were and everything. Your family member, if it was your family member that went missing or was murdered, you would want everyone to be talking about it because you would want yeah. everybody on the and planet to help you find but her. But that's or why him. I struggle with the idea of. So just if you're good looking and you're kind of this weird case, then you get the media yeah, attention. But other people. I don't know. Are, I really don't know. I didn't it, think also, I'd get so upset about this, but it just happens, drives me nuts. If it happens like in a quiet little town yeah, where there's never like, any crime, like I mean, you got the whole thing with the the Daybell case, which yeah, is crazy. I was thinking about that. I don't want to talk.
them on a podcast because I'm worried. Like, it's a whole podcast thing right now. But it's uh, that whole case that's going down in Idaho and, yeah. and that little Rexburg town and the kids. And I it's just, just horrible. I just don't know it's why horrible. certain things get... Again, and if I've learned anything from watching Datelines, life insurance and affairs. That is like, I feel like if you watch 10 Datelines about murders, eight of them, eight out of the 10 would mm-hmm. be... Something mm-hmm. else going on with another relationship mm-hmm. or a life insurance thing yeah. where it's like they have X amount of dollars. So sad. Get. It's it's just like, you know, it reminds me a lot of the whole Chris Watts and trial, that's why too. I'm and that's you watch horrendous. This stuff. You watch horrendous. this during pretty much, how long did it take you to watch all this? How many hours? How many six hours? Six hours. It was a six, hours. six episode documentary on Hulu. <laughs> so think about <laughs> and that. And they were all about an hour long. You would, you mm-hmm. watch six hours of something like that. Yeah. Ugh. I was very intrigued and not like in a good way where I'm like excited to watch, but I'm more like my heart is just just vying yeah. for that family yeah. and what they've been going through. And so I just kind of learn more about it and then the legal system and what the trial What's is What's amazing like. is I was the one stuck in a master bedroom for 10 days and I chose to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and funny <laughs> stuff. And you're the one that chose. Yeah. Like, that seems watching I would watch a, an episode after I put the baby to bed every night, and then I couldn't sleep every night because I was all freaked out about watching it. Watching a six-part hour-long, you know, six-hour documentary on a murder seems like something you would do while you're stuck inside a bedroom for 10 days. But it was you that was doing it. I was just watching yeah. the stupid sick. Just amazing. He was, uh, yeah, he was convicted, and he is on death row, her husband. So it's crazy. I, I mean, really I, think, I have thoughts on it. We can talk about I, it I if, know, if you I watch know it, there's but. a lot. We should, uh, you can uh, let us know. Um, if you're listening to this, you can send us a message on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, there's so many true crime podcasts, but I feel like Lauren, you you need to get to the point where you just talk about a Dateline episode once a week or something. I you would, love this I would stuff. be okay with it. I I need someone to talk to about it. You don't really watch them, which well, is fine. But I feel like I need, and my mom, she's great because my mom is really into this stuff too. So I'll call her and be like, hey, I watched this, and then she'll vice versa, and then we'll talk about it after. So maybe my mom and I should do a true crime yeah, podcast. That's what Mommy you should do. and me talking about murders. That's what we need. <laughs> that's what we need right now. So that's crazy, uh, man. All in all, sorry to leave on that note. Yeah, I know. But- I don't, I don't want to leave on that note. We're going to leave on this note. I am very grateful, but also acknowledge, um, what COVID has done. I'm very grateful that I had a mild case. And I was, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing when you test positive, you're kind of waiting because my sister had it and uh, other family members and you sit there and on one end, you're like, oh my gosh, am am I going to lose my smell and my taste? Am I, am I going to have all these things Mm -hmm. go wrong? Am I going to have to be in the hospital? And then you have my case, which was really just a couple of days that really sucked. And then I was back to normal. So I'm grateful for that, but also recognize that obviously it's uh, it's done a lot of different things to a yeah. lot of different people. But it's um, crazy. But that's that's our experience with it. Anyway. Yeah. And you you know, you really I really was surprised we did not kiss for almost two weeks because you didn't even mm-hmm. kiss me a few days after. So it's true. But now we kiss all the time. Anything to say to me? Thank you. So, yeah. I'm waiting for my thank you. I yeah, took yeah, care yeah, of yeah. your no, butt. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Especially you went and bought like tapioca pudding for me. You bought oh, some of my favorite things. I know. I'm just like a little yeah. kid. And single parents are superheroes. That's what I learned too. And you probably learned that as yeah, well. It's true. It's amazing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode.